Hey guys, welcome to Diane Canada Live. We are on week two of my brand new talk show here. This is a faith-based political talk show, and I'm very excited today about our topic. We're going to be talking about why the American spirit will survive the next four years. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of us are wondering if it will, and it will, and we're going to be exploring that deeply today. You know, when we talk about the American spirit, I know it's taking one heck of a beating right now. We are in a very polarized world and we're wondering what is all this division about? Who gains? You know, who's benefiting from it? Um, what's it going to take for us to reunite? And these are questions that we all need to be asking ourselves and exploring very, very heavily in our own lives. But what I want to talk about collect collectively today is drilling down the idea of the American spirit. You know, what is the American spirit? When we, when we ask that question, what do I mean by that? You know, we, we toss those words around a lot in our culture, but I just really want to dig down deep into the actual meaning behind it, what it means. Has it changed? It seems like with all this division that we have in the country right now, it's almost like we have two ideals of America beginning to form, you know, and which one's going to survive and which one's going to die if that is the case. Um, I believe that at the heart of the matter, all of us as Americans, we all want the same things. I mean, I think we all want to feel safe. We all want to be free to live our lives in peace and in harmony with other people. We all want to raise happy and healthy families. We all want opportunities to rise to our God-given potential. These are things that we all want. The question comes, what are we willing to give up for that? What are we willing to sacrifice? Um, are we willing to give up our liberties and our freedoms in order to have that? And will it really lead to happiness if we do that? Is it just a mirage in the desert? And that's what that's what I think. Uh, but I know a lot of people are wondering that. Years back, I heard a Keb Mo song. If you guys don't know Keb Mo, please look him up. He's amazing. Uh, one of the best blues singers out there. But he had a great song out there called Victim of Comfort. And I think that that could not be more true. We don't like to be uncomfortable in any way in America. We don't like to sacrifice. We don't like to get out of our comfort zone. Sometimes we don't even like to get off the couch. You know, we become pretty lazy and apathetic as Americans. Not everyone, but a lot of us have. So what price did our men and our women, our brave men and women pay on battlefields? Was it worth it? What was all that fighting for? When we talk about defending and protecting freedom, what was what was that all about? Does it matter today? Is it a different way that we look at freedom in America now? So are we going to sell out? Are you going to sell out? These are the questions that I have for us today. So as we enter the discussion, I ask you today to come with an open heart and an open mind. And let's not ignore this question any longer. Okay, I think we owe it to ourselves to uh, to really explore this deeply. So I wanted to invite my friend Dean Wegner on the show today because I can't think of anyone more patriotic than Dean. Um, he is a West Point graduate. He went on to be an, an officer in the U.S. Army. He's a, an Army Ranger, helicopter pilot, and now he is the founder and CEO of one of the most successful Made in America apparel lines out there called Authentically American. So I'm going to bring in my friend Dean to the show and want you guys to meet him. Hi, Dean. Welcome. Well, Diane, hello. And it's an honor to be your guest and to join you today. 
Thank you. Thank you for being here today. I should also mention that in your company, Authentically American, Daryl Waltrip is one of the investors. I don't think it gets any more American than NASCAR. <laughs> it does not get any better than good old DW and having him at your back and being able to support you and the whole NASCAR community, as you mentioned, incredibly patriotic. Yeah. Thank you for your service. I just want to start out by saying that. Uh, thank you for your tremendous service in the Army and uh, and for your continued service to America in this new way. Well, Diane, I really appreciate you saying that. I know you mean it with the absolute sincerity, and I really take it as a compliment when people say that because it truly was an incredible honor for me to wear the Armed Forces uniform to preserve, protect, and defend our Constitution. Mm -hmm. And you did it very, very well. And uh, I, I know you have an impeccable reputation here in town and you'll continue to go on and do great things in our nation. You know, I'm going to play a clip here real quick, Dean, uh, that I think will help to uh, help people to understand your level of patriotism. I think it's going to help showcase you for just a minute. So let's play this clip and then we'll get into some good discussion today. I mean, there's nothing more important to me personally than my Christian faith. We as a country, we're a bunch of outcasts. We were a bunch of immigrants that all came together to form this great nation of ours. And it's one nation under God. You know, everything is political these days. Yeah. Why is it important they buy American made? So we partner with businesses. They say, Dean, I love it when your logo is next to mine. It's a subtle reinforcement of our values and what we stand for as a company. Ooh, so everything's not only made in USA, amazing fun designs, but we also want to pay tribute to our first responders. You look at, we've got a You Serve I Pray collection for the police. And we've also got one for our fire. So just as an honor, way to honor our American heroes. And joining us now is founder and CEO, Dean Wagner. Dean, thanks for coming on. It's an honor to be here, bro. Thank so you very much. give us the origin story for the brand. We're a brand that believes in the American worker, which is why everything we do, no exceptions, is made in USA. And we're also a brand that honors our American heroes. 10% of our profits are donated to veteran and first responder charities. And what I realized, I'm not alone. Is there anyone out here that believes in America? Yeah. I graduated West Point in 93 and served for seven years. I can't tell you the fond memories I have of the men and women I served with, the men and women that really raised their right hand and said, you know what? I sign up to preserve, to protect, defend, you know, the freedom that all of us hold so dear. I feel like some of what you're saying right there is what President Trump is often telling America, basically that he's fighting this war, this trade war with China, putting in the tariffs because he would like to see more products made in the USA. Do you agree with that kind of assessment? Would you like to see more made in the USA? I mean, what about you know, the cost savings? Because the reason why it's made in China is because the labor costs were so cheap. I mean, it is labor intensive. And I tell everybody, we're apolitical. We've actually, in the campaign merchandise business as well, we've worked with Republican candidates. We work with Democratic candidates. And what we stand for is not aligned to any one political party. It's an American ideal. Well, I think that about sums it up. <laughs> Great memories, Diane. Thank you. I've forgotten a lot of those. Yes. Yes. You've been making the rounds on the media circuit, Fox and Friends and Yahoo and all of that to talk about the apparel line. But it does give you opportunity to talk about your patriotism. And, you know, we as Americans, we do have I mean, I think all of us, if we're honest, we will admit that America has some stains. You know, we've, we've got some stains in our history. But on the whole, we live in the greatest country in the world. And our good friend, our mutual friend, I know, Dr. Ming Wang, right. who was who escaped communist China, uh, is he's one of the, the best uh, 
I, I think he's one of the best examples of this. And he always talks about how the proof that America is the greatest country is that we have an immigration problem. We have hundreds of thousands of people trying to penetrate our borders mm -hmm. every year to come here to America. So your role as an army officer uh, was to help defend the liberties and the freedom and the constitution and the borders. So I would love to know just from your perspective today, Dean, you know, how do you feel um, about all of these rapid and incredibly changing circumstances right now in our nation with this new administration taking over? Does it affect you? So let me, first of all, Diane, highlight, you know, what an honor it was for me to wear, you know, the army uniform, because it was an incredible pr privilege Mm -hmm. You know, to raise my right hand and commit to preserve, protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. Mm -hmm. And I just hold that with incredible, you know, fond memories of those seven years that I've served active duty. And right now, you know, one of the things that we love to highlight is that we are a brand that honors our American heroes. Mm -hmm. you know, we very intentionally donate 10 percent of our profits to veteran and first responder charities. And that's a way each and every day, Diane to honor our American heroes. So I just wanted to start that way. Yeah. And I just want to say thanks to each and every veteran, each and every first responder out there, because there are so many of them out there that each and every day, despite the political chaos that we're in right now, they're doing an amazing job at what they do. Mm -hmm. So to your I question agree. on, you know, what is it like today? I mean, I am just incredibly saddened. Mm -hmm. And reason being is you think back to the riots that happened back in Seattle and Portland and racial divide. And that's a whole nother discussion there. But I mean, it has just continued. And I think we've lost the sense of civility. You know, when people have opposing views and different thoughts and viewpoints to have a discussion, a peaceful discussion on what is best for our country. And at the end of the day, Diane, you know, we're a representative democracy and, you know, the election didn't necessarily go the way I voted, but that doesn't destroy my American spirit. That doesn't destroy the spirit of authentically American. I mean, at the end of the day, you heard it highlighted earlier, we're a brand that believes in the American worker. Just because the administration changes is not gonna change who we are and what we stand for as a company. We're gonna continue to produce everything without exception here in the US to help create American jobs. Yeah, yeah. And it's so important um, to keep, let's talk about China for just a minute. I know that it came up on the Yahoo interview that yes. you did on television. We were just talking about Dr. Wang who escaped communist China to come here. We now have an administration that is going to be offshoring our jobs again. Uh, they're being very open about that. And as much as I know you are dedicated to keeping jobs here in America, um, I would just love to know how's your American spirit doing right now? Well, I've got some concern, Diane, and reason being is historically, it's astonishing. I'll give a couple of facts. So 1975, 1975 was the last time we had a trade surplus. Ever since then, it's just been a precipitous drop. More and more jobs, more and more manufacturing just been shipped overseas. Wow. Specific to our business, our industry, the apparel industry. Diane, when I graduated from West Point in 1993, you know, over 50% of the apparel in the U.S. was made in the U.S. Today, it's less than three. I mean, that is all that's made here. And this is where I've got some you know, some sense of optimism, but also some incredible anxiety. And reason being, we're talking today, I haven't seen the details yet, but what President Biden planned to do was sign an executive order around Buy American. So with that, oh. I'm like, wow, 
that, that, that's exciting. hope. Yeah. yeah. But on the flip side, you know, and I don't know how you can serve two masters because there's also been the stance that we want to have closer ties, closer economic relations with China. And I'm not a trade expert by any means, Diane, but my quick understanding is it was completely lopsided. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all about, okay, what can we do to help China? What can we do to help other foreign countries? And in that spirit, you know, we lost a lot in the process. And that's one thing that, you know, I give Pre- President Trump props, props for and kudos for because he really tried to level the playing field, mm-hmm. do what's right and do what's fair. So right now, yeah. for me, it's more of a wait and see because today, you know, sign executive order around by American, but there's also at the same time, well, we want to have closer ties you know, from a manufacturing and trade relations standpoint with China. So the two don't necessarily add up to me. Yeah, to me either. And to a lot of people out there watching and to a lot of people in our country right now. Uh, you know, I think the the campaign rhetoric, you know, and compared to now the administration um, actions <laughs> are not aligning yeah. in a lot of ways. Uh, I want to talk about this American spirit, Dean. I want to dig into this. When we say when we when we actually use the term American spirit, what it what does it mean? Like, where did it originate? Um, is it changing? What do we mean by that? And again, I have my opinions, but I would just love from your perspective. What do you think that means? And, and where did it originate? So uh, let me talk specifically, Diane, about my philosophy, my belief, because there's a lot of different historical references out there for the American spirits. And I believe it is alive and well, and I believe, you know, it's something that has continued to grow in the future. And ultimately, four years ago, you know, authentically American, you know what? Our business plan was a blank sheet of paper. I mean, it started with nothing. And a lot of the American spirit was behind where we went and where we did. And I like to talk about the ethos of authentically American. And they're really summed up in three areas. Number one. You know, we're a brand that celebrates patriotism. You know what? We love our country. We love what our country stands for. Doesn't mean our country's perfect by any means, mm-hmm. but we are absolutely a brand that celebrates patriotism. And that external visual representation, Diane, is our you know vintage U.S. flag. You know, that's mm-hmm. our our equivalent of the Nike swoosh. So the second one, you know, we're a brand that believes in the American worker. And that was a very difficult choice. And this is where we chose to pursue the road less traveled. I mean, the stats I started earlier, you know, 97% of brands, 97% of companies choose to produce overseas because it's less expensive. Mm-hmm. In that sense, it's easier. Yeah. We chose the road less traveled to produce here and only here in the U.S. because we're passionate about creating American jobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, and we touched on this a little earlier, is we're a brand that honors our American heroes. And very intentionally, that's why we donate 10% of our profits to veteran and first responder charities. And that's a way to remind us each and every day to do the best we can at what we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about the the American spirit, you, you had alluded to it here just a minute ago about keeping jobs here at home. And so I, I suppose that translates to our being very mindful of our native economy here and how that really does contribute to our quality of life. It's the, um, it is the, well, let me just ask you, the resiliency, you know, first of all, it's very scary to me to hear that 97% of our manufacturing takes place um, overseas. That is very disturbing mm-hmm. to hear that. Um, when we talk about the the American jobs and the resiliency of the American spirit here, if we see if our workers are seeing that happening a lot 
And we're seeing uh, these jobs kind of being farmed out to less expensive uh, countries where it's, where it's cheaper, it's easier and cheaper to manufacture things outside of America. Do you think that people have become so accustomed, and this wasn't on our script today, but I just want to ask it. Do you feel like people have become so accustomed to paying these, these cheaper labor costs and in fact, keeping these prices down? Do you think people are willing to pay more um, for it to be a made in American company? Or do you think that, that we as Americans have just kind of sold out to that too? Well, Diane, I absolutely believe that is true. And that was really the premise behind launching Authentically American because nobody buys Authentically American just because we're American made. At the end of the day, we are a consumer brand and we have to deliver an amazing product experience. Mm -hmm. And that is our goal with each and every product, whether it is a quarter zip or a polo like I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. Whether it is a pair of socks that are Carolina cotton knit in Carolina that are just an incredible pair of socks, whether it's a T-shirt that we make in Texas that everyone says it's their new favorite T-shirt. You know, mm -hmm. anytime there's a product experience, I want people to say, Dean, forget where it's made. I just love it. It's mm -hmm. an amazing product. And then when they look at the tag and see that it's American made and they go to our website and learn about the story and the ethos behind our brand, that's when I'm confident. I believe we will fast become you know, their new favorite brand, but it's not just because it's American made. That's not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. And I think people will pay for that. I know your prices are competitive. I've, yes. You know, I know that they are, you're not, uh, you're not trying to price yourself out of the market, but at the same time, it can't be always delivered as cheaply as it can with being manufactured in other countries. And I think it's just a matter of us. And, and I think if there was ever a time when we understood the importance of supporting small businesses and supporting that American spirit, it's now after this pandemic, everything we've been through as a, as a culture the last year um, and seeing how so many small businesses have been impacted. Diane, our, our favorite tagline is where's yours made? Yes. And we'll be oftentimes because there's a client side of our business where we partner with businesses mm -hmm. and charities and organizations that will buy, for example, a polo with their company logo on it. Mm -hmm. And I will often say to a business owner, you know, what? great looking polo. Where's yours made? Mm -hmm. And they mm -hmm. look at me dumbfounded like, well, I have no idea. And they will look at the tag and be like, made in China. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. And I will tell you now. It's not been easy 2020, but I will tell you now the heightened awareness because mm -hmm. everybody hates made in China and they love the fact that we're American made. Mm -hmm. And it's been you know, a challenge as a small business to survive in 2020. But as we come out of the global pandemic, you know, the headwind that we face in 2020 is now starting to be that tailwind. And you know, we plan for exponential growth in 2020, which didn't happen. We delivered 50% growth, which is still phenomenal. In the environment, but I will tell you, I mean, the phone keeps ringing. The inquiries on our website keep building. I mean, it's been something fun to watch and I'm even more exhausted. But I'll tell you, our <laughs> team is just energized because that American spirit is alive and well. And our biggest opportunity is to get the word out. Diane, that's one of the reasons I'm so thankful to have an opportunity to be here with you today. Yeah, well, I'll tell you the and I love having you here. I think you're so right. I think that the American spirit more than ever is ignited right now. And this is why I chose this topic for today's show. You know, there's a lot of propaganda out there and there's a lot of uh, messaging going on out there to try to where Americans feel very defeated. 
And we are not. This is this is our wheelhouse. Resiliency is our wheelhouse. And when I think of the American spirit, uh, I, I appreciate you sharing your kind of your viewpoint of that. And and I want to take a minute and just share mine too with, with listeners that, you know, for me, it is about the resiliency, you know, uh, my whole, my whole gig, most of you know, out there is the whole idea around never quit. Don't quit. No matter what it looks like, we don't quit in America. And to me that, that is the, that is the heartbeat of the American spirit. Even when all the chips are down and when it looks like the, you know, the, uh, the road's closed and there's nowhere to go. That's, that's where we shine, you know? And so after coming out of the year that we just did all of the challenges that we all faced as a nation coming in now to this new administration, uh, where no matter what side of the aisle people are on, I think they're feeling pretty beat up, but this is where, this is our Rocky moment. <laughs> you know, this is where we say, okay, we're, we're going to stand back up and we're going to fight, uh, you know, productively, and that means coming together and and re- reviving, kind of pumping lifeblood back into that American spirit. We don't give up here in America. Yep, Diane, I see that eye of the tiger there. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And absolutely. I will tell you, that's why I'm honored to call you a friend because not many people are willing to throw their hat in the ring and say, I wanna make a difference, I'm gonna run for office. And you did that. Thank and you. I know just a small little glimpse of the amount of preparation and the amount of work that goes into doing what you're doing here. And ultimately that's because you want to make a difference. And that that's that Rocky mindset that eye of the tiger that I see that <laughs> you want to make a difference. So thank you and keep, keep that charge going. Thank you. I, I sure will. I don't know how to quit. It's just not in my DNA. <laughs> it's just not. And I, and I don't want other people in America to lay down and quit and feel like this is the end because it's not. This is just the beginning. So I want to ask you, Dean, just again, from, your, from a veteran's perspective, if I can kind of, wait, kind of wade into some territory here with you for just a minute and only answer what you feel comfortable answering. But I, I know this is on a lot of people's minds. The, the kinds of well, the pressure and the attacks that we are under, that our freedom and our liberties are under right now. Um, we've seen, you know, censorship. We're seeing all kinds of um, executive orders coming through that are challenging our Constitution in ways we've never seen. You know, we've we've had pressures and attacks from foreign enemies, but now we're kind of seeing it. Um, we're seeing this polarization in our country that's dividing us as a nation. We know that united we stand, divided we fall. This is a mantra we've chanted for years. Um, we see the vulnerability of our Constitution in the walls of Congress right now. You know, the pressures we've withstood in the past, can they, can we learn some things from that? Do we have some transferable skills from that on how to coach people through the domestic ones that we're seeing here now? I will tell you, Diane, it is a time like none other. <laughs> yeah. And you think of what we endured in 2020 with a global pandemic and are still in the middle of right now. And you think of the divisive election cycle that we are still in the middle of right now. I mean, it's a sad time for me in this country, you know, given what we're dealing with right now, because we have lost all sense of civility. Mm -hmm. I mean, the riots and they just didn't happen, you know, right, you know, two weeks ago, right before the election happened. I mean, they've been continuing for months and, you know, the peaceful protests. I mean, there's countless examples throughout history of the impact that that can have. But, you know, there were very few peaceful protests out there. And it's disappointing to see, you know, when violence and looting and all the 
chaos that's happened has turned place. So there is a genuine concern that I have because when I raised my right hand, Diane, to preserve, protect, defend, it was against all enemies, foreign mm -hmm. and domestic. domestic. And there's concerns right now in my mind that, you know what, we got to watch out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to put you on the spot in any way. But this is a this is a question that a lot of people have been asking me, uh, knowing that I had run for an office and, and you know, I don't have the answer. Um, my husband was he served in the U.S. Air Force um, for nearly 12 years. Uh, he's been in, in combat zones. He took the same oath uh, that you took and, and he has weighed in on this. But I would love to know from you if if we're ever in a position where I mean, thank God we're not there yet. And I hope we never will be. But if we're ever in a position where the commander in chief is kind of turning our our military domestically toward us, I know that there are laws against against that. But as these executive orders are coming down and these, this constitution is being changed, where would that loyalty lie within the military? Is it to the commander in chief no matter what? Or is it to uphold that constitution and protect the people? And, and where where would that um I guess, well, I'll just, I'll just leave it there. <laughs> Not, like, easy Not easy at all. And I, I think yeah. we're far from the point where we'd have to even consider that. But, you know, this is where I believe that American spirit is still alive and well. And it's incredible to think back, you know, to 1776. And when our founding fathers put together the Constitution, mm -hmm. It blows my mind to this day to think of the vision that they had and the checks and balances that they put in place with the executive branch and the legislative branch and the judicial branch. So I still believe, you know, despite all the differences, that we're far away from that point Good. where I put our faith in the Constitution, put our faith in the practices that have been in place and ultimately within the military, because mm -hmm. you are sworn to uphold not the president, not your commander, but the Constitution Good. of the United States. And that was the incredible vision of our founding fathers mm -hmm. to lay that out. And you think over their time, you know, how well that has stood the test of time. And there's been amendments, there's a justice, but I mean, <laughs> it blows me away to think of they, the vision they had all the way back then. So, I mean, they were so smart <laughs> in laying these uh, guardrails and these protections that we have in our country. So, so, so smart. Um, so that's good news. So then because we're hearing about things like deprogramming, you know, Trump supporters <laughs> or re-education camps. And, you know, we heard those things uh, coming out of, you know, world wars that were um, devastating. And we've got uh, the the commemoration of Holocaust victims coming up on Wednesday this week. I'm going to be doing a whole show around that and, and wondering, can that happen here in America? And so we've just got to be very careful. We start messing with the Constitution. It's a gateway for for all kinds of nasty things in our society. And that's why I still have the hope and belief that that framework of our constitution still holds strong. And, you know, we've got two years now, there'll be another round of elections. And in four years, there'll be another presidential election. And that's where I firmly believe in the representative democracy. And right now the people have spoken and we won't even talk about, you know, voter fraud or anything, but, you know, it's been clear we have a new commander in chief. Mm -hmm. We have new members of Congress. And right now, I would never wish ill will on anyone. I want the next two years before our next election to happen for us to thrive as a country. That would help us as America. That would help my business. 
But in two years, we'll be given that choice again, Diane. We'll be able to go ahead and vote. And that's the power of our representative democracy. If we are not happy with those in office, we can make a different vote next time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And let's hope that they're going to continue. Well, I know that they are going to continue this legal work that they're doing in the courts right now to restore our election integrity. Um, and again, I just encourage all of you watching, don't give up. You know, it is not, um, this is not what we do as Americans. We don't give up. We don't throw in the towel. We don't lay down. What we do is we, we come together as a nation and we are resilient and we bounce back. And so I just want to, uh, to just continue to encourage people and inspire people that the American spirit is still very much alive and well, and it will endure <laughs> these next four years. I want to shift for just a minute, Dean, to your company. Yes. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about authentically American and, uh, you know, what you're doing here, I think people need to get a little bit better understanding of and uh, understand what what exactly, how exactly the patriotism and the apparel line uh, complement each other. You know, we've talked a little bit about that. I'm going to play one more clip here real quick just to drive it home a little more. And then let's dig deep into the apparel line. What does it mean to be an American? Being an American means being free and protected by the men and women who sacrifice their lives to serve our country. It means giving back to the communities in which we live and work and believing in the power of hard work and the American worker. It means treating other Americans with dignity and respect, even in the midst of disagreement. Being an American is an honor and a privilege. These American values are the foundation of Authentically American. As a veteran-owned company, we are a brand that celebrates patriotism and gives back to our American heroes. We are passionate about creating American jobs. Everything we produce is made in USA with no exceptions. We strive to represent the absolute highest level of quality in everything we do. Help build the America you want to see. Be authentically American. Where's yours made? There we go. There we're back. Brings a smile to my face, Diane. I know. And to me too, it's very, uh, I don't know, it just gets my patriotic, you know, blood boil, boil into when I see that it's good. And so when companies are looking to, um, to have, uh, you know, uniforms made and uh, apparel made that is, you know, kind of sporting their brand. One of the things that was said in one of the earlier Fox and Friends interviews that I thought was so poignant was how when they align with your brand, then it's showing uh, their customers, their clientele, that they share those same values. So if you can speak a little bit about that, um, we can really dig down into this patriotism. You got it, Diane. And that is how our business started in 2017 with a client focus, with a B2B focus. And I spent time at Procter & Gamble and Mars working on iconic brands like Crest and Tide and Snickers. And what I learned, it's incredibly difficult to do what we're doing and building a brand from scratch because you don't have an audience. No one knows who you are. And mm -hmm. what I realized is there was an opportunity for us to go where an audience already exists. And that is businesses, mm -hmm. that is charities, Diane. And that total marketplace is $8 billion. So companies spend $8 billion on a polo, for example, with their company logo. 
And my thinking was, Diane, you as a business owner, you know, right now you don't have a lot of choices for American made. There's an abundance of choices, whether it's Nike or Under Armour or Lands and all these brands that are made overseas, but you don't have a high quality American made choice that's competitively priced. And that was our first position. And it's unbelievable the response because most people back to that tagline, where's yours made? Like, Dean, I didn't even know I had a choice. I didn't even know I had an option. And our business on the client side is exploding because, you know, we talked earlier about first and foremost, we lead with an amazing product experience. But then this vintage U.S. flag, this logo of ours, you know, this is a representation of the values that we embody. And what we found, there are a lot of companies out there that have similar values and ideals and belief. And it's not about what any other brand is doing, whether it's Nike or Land's End. It's about making a choice and partnering with us and for us to be able to partner with charities and organizations and businesses that have similar values and ideals. Mm-hmm. What an amazing option for them, you know, uh, to and, and I'm sure it's a great story that they can even share on their websites and in their marketing materials and PR materials and all of that too. the fact that they do partner with you and that they do share these values. Again, after this year, we've been through that, uh, that American spirit um, weaving that in and out of their, their own marketing, I think is very smart right now because uh, Americans right now we are, everybody's paying attention. Um, if there was ever a time where Americans were awakened to um, the importance of, you know, keeping things here at home and uh, the importance of that American spirit, that the importance of our founding values, the importance of our, our Christian values, all of that, which I know you stand for very publicly and I do too. Um, aligning with brands that share that is more important than ever after what we've been through and after what we're facing uh, coming into this new administration. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, Diane, it starts with God and my Christian Mm -hmm. faith family and my amazing wife, Kelly, of 26 years and our incredible four kids and then country, Mm -hmm. which is why I love serving our country. And I've always said, if those are in line, if everything's right there, everything else is going to take care of itself. And the divisive political climate that we have right now, this will pass. Yeah. But what we do each and every day at Authentically American is an opportunity for us to make a difference. Mm-hmm. An opportunity for a business owner that never thought they had an American-made choice to make that decision now and help create American jobs. Mm-hmm. Or a charity who's buying t-shirts, who's buying hats with their charity's logo, who thought they never had an American-made choice, mm-hmm. now to provide them that opportunity. So no matter who's in office, Diane, it doesn't change what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, we're going to keep fighting that good fight. I want to have that same eye of the tiger that you have. And <laughs> what really excites me is when the team gets together and like, Dean, we're really onto something. <laughs> I truly believe in what we're doing and our opportunity to make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have no doubt you will continue to thank you for, for being such a great voice uh, of that American spirit out there in the, in the retail space. Now, uh, again, thank you for your service, um, for, to us as a country and just continue to do good work out there. I know, I know that you are, um, I know that you are going to be someone that we need to watch. You're going to continue to grow. You're going to continue to make waves. We look for you again. You're coming up on Fox and friends again. I think you're about to make another appearance on Fox coming up well, in the next four hours. 
let you articulate this, Diane, that we have this feel-good American story, and we have just been incredibly blessed with some incredible national media exposure. We've been on Fox and Friends three times. We've had a feature story in Forbes magazine. We've been on Yahoo Finance. We've been on Sirius XM Radio, and I was blown away today. Got a call from Fox News, I'm sorry, Fox Business, and Stuart Varney. So the number two rated business show will be a guest tomorrow at 10, 15 a.m. Central. So blown away that tomorrow we're going to have an incredible national stage to share our brand story. Yeah. Keep doing, keep, keep putting it out there. Keep putting it in front of people. People need to know about Authentically American. I'm going to put the website up again here, authenticallyamerican.us for those of you who are listening on podcast and uh, please share everyone, please share this incredible brand with your friends. Please share with your family. If you're a business owner, consider using um, authentically American for all of your apparel needs. I sound like a spokesperson for you, but I am a, I am a, a real voluntary one because I just believe so much in what you're doing. Thank you for creating American jobs here. Thank you for the passion behind, um, behind trying to keep it here at home, keep the money here at home and keep these jobs here at home so people can support their families and continue to pursue their own version of the American dream. And I wish you nothing but continued success, my friend. Thank you for being here today. Well, it was an honor to be your guest and I'm so thankful to be your friend, Diane. You know, continue to keep up fighting the good fight and make a difference. Yeah, we sure will. All right, guys, don't give up out there. I'm telling you, I'm just going to say one more time, keep that American spirit alive. It is about resiliency and it is about the comeback. We are the comeback story in America. So don't give up. You guys have a great day and I will see you tomorrow. All right. Bye bye.